All right. Good afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are while you're listening to this podcast. You are tuned to Table Talk with Rookie's Family, and it is Easter Sunday, but it looks more like Christmas morning. <laughs> it is um, snowing with huge, dramatic snowflakes. We're recording this on Sunday at about 10 minutes to 4 in the afternoon, so we don't know what awaits us overnight or for the rest of the day, but... We are uh, five of us sitting around the table after having uh, Easter dinner and delivering a couple of Easter dinners, Meals on Wheels, and Matthew um, is out east uh, at the place where he currently lives, and he is enjoying, what, 60-degree weather? Yeah, we got up to 58 today. Frank and I went out and played Frisbee for a while, did some walking along the ocean. Fantastic. Lucky you. We're sitting here. We're gutting it out. Is it sunny or cloudy? Sunny. Uh, the lucky. Uh, yeah, 60 all week. <laughs> well, Why hey, is everyone being I'm not tired? sure. Gabe is doing something. I'm, I'm asking for a candle. Well, go ahead and ask for it. That's fine. We don't have to. It's all good. Um. So what we've decided that we were going to do is uh, do an Easter a podcast. We wanted to do one yesterday. We have some new software and a brand new uh, surround microphone that we have. So hopefully the sound quality is much better than it used to be uh, the last couple of days when we were makeshifting at the kitchen table with uh, without a microphone. But now that we've got a uh, professional microphone, hopefully it sounds good. All right, it's Easter Sunday. What How does this are mean? people holding up? Uh, Amazing. Just waiting for my stimulus check. You're not getting a stimulus check. Yeah, I am. Um, I, it doesn't feel like Easter, obviously, with the snow, but sitting and watching um, Easter Mass online uh, is extremely uh, difficult. However, that being said, I'm glad we could do it. Uh, when did we do Palm Sunday? I did. I was up early. I watched the entire yeah, thing. You weren't activity. up early enough. You missed mass. I'm going to go make you watch it again. Yikes. I just went back and counted looking at my notes here, and we are on day number 28 of quarantine. Yeah. 28. Wow. It goes fast, though, I feel like. Well, I'm not making it another month, so. Think for yourself, because Fauci said the other day that we won't get back to normal until November. Yeah, but we're, we're going to be able to, like, see other people before then. At least I am going to before November. You, you, if you follow the rules, what they want us to follow, the formula, you can't disagree. You have to agree with them that that is going to stop people from getting it. Even though if you get it, I think most of the people that are dying are pretty vulnerable. And I it's, am. It's unfortunate that they've taken an early out. Um, but I think even healthy people are getting it, even though they're recovering from it. You just, this is a roll of the dice. I'm know. pro getting it for myself. Not for other people, but for myself. I would like to. Dude, you're going to get roasted in the comments now. I don't right. care. Think Roast me all you want, but I, I would like to have a lot mine. of young kids that think that way. That is like, I just, if I'm going to get it, I want to get it now, get it over with, and be done with it. Like, it's going to it's gonna suck when I have it, but I'd rather get it I, over with now than later. I don't ever plan on getting it. I don't want to <laughs> get it. No, thank you. No. Mia might want it. I'm never getting it. I'm the cleanest one here. But it doesn't <laughs> even, I mean, it doesn't even matter. It's just we don't know 
how, when, who, when, what, or why. You went to the grocery store the other day, so. I did. Made some big moves. You could have gotten it there. Fully masked, and we only went out for Easter essentials. Yeah. That, that was I why we had to go out. Uh, was it busy? I, I went to CVS. We were out of butter for the last few days. Which you use butter for a surprising number of things. Yeah, never. Yes, you do, but also just a little hint. You might want to try and stay away from places that sick people go to get medicine. Where else are you going to go on Easter Sunday? Everything's closed. Well, I get it, but for future, especially out in Boston. Well, we needed butter for our French toast. Here, yeah, you never need you know, butter. Yes. yes you uh, do. What you can do, for future reference, you can freeze butter. Ew, Dad. Yeah, oh. just melt it when we you can. Everything, pretty much. I'm well, in that's bread and everything. That's good so you don't have to go out. Ew. People that freeze all of that, it's weird as hell. Just buy what you need and eat it. Well, he's trying okay, to save it. Conserve. Go no. When, it, when it's when it's on one person, I don't eat a loaf of bread that, like the same that you would with six people in the house. I'm sorry. Right. I get gross. that. But what is frozen bread like? It's actually not bad. I it's used to have to buy refrigerated bread that I'd keep in the freezer, and I would toast it twice, actually, and you get a really nice crunch when you toast it twice. It'll thaw. We, if you put it in the toaster right away, you, I mean, you would never notice that it was ever frozen. But mm-hmm. absolutely zero difference. We would, uh, if we make sandwiches for lunch, though, it's perfectly normal bread by lunchtime. So. Yes. You can bring it out and it thaws well. Oh, my God. That's the yeah. grossest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, but if you're... There's nothing gross about it. Yeah. Wet, soggy bread. Like, warm, <laughs> soggy lettuce. But Why would it be wet? Because it's coming out of the freezer. No, but, but that's what you don't understand, so don't... It's, it'll come out... <laughs> it, will thaw, it will thaw fine. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. And especially in these times of you might have to... Hunker down, then you have to... When have you had frozen bread? Uh, I've had frozen bread throughout my life because we would occasionally freeze a loaf of bread. I think you you guys would be surprised. Most people that listen to this podcast have that freeze bread. I'm going to make it a poll on Instagram. Okay. Because I think it's weird and gross. It sounds like a... I'm it's not, not like here for soaked, it. It's not soaked in water, McLean. I think it might be. There's no, wa- there's no water involved. Toast it twice, and it's great. Huh. I think we can hear good, so I think we're good here now. Um, all right. Uh, Easter Sunday, Matthew, um, we sent you an Easter package, which you did not get. I'm very upset with the United States Postal Service. We sent it two days. You were supposed to get it Thursday. You didn't get it. I'm really yeah, we mailed it Tuesday, paid a lot of money to have two-day delivery, and now it's Sunday, and he still doesn't have it. That's pretty annoying. I would call him Did complain. request a refund? I don't, I don't know. I mean, they shipped it, or maybe at least half, 50%, because you were how many days over. But well, if you got and two days. And six-day was the next option. It was either two-day or six-day. Right. I should have and six now day it's day. not even going to be six-day. No. I mean, if you don't get it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so anyway, our kids woke up, found all three of their Easter baskets, and uh, that's still a tradition. I love hiding Easter baskets. But the only difference is from 10 or 15 years ago, it wasn't 6.15 in the morning. It was, you know, 9.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much better. 
Why is everybody so quiet there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of extra people doing going some on. weird stuff during the podcast. Yes. I always yes. think the bunny hides the Easter baskets. The bunny does hide the Easter basket, of course. But the kids found them. The, the we have not podcast clearly in quite a while. Our very offer game. Why can't you guys focus on the podcast and not do anything else? Matthew, we are literally all sitting right here. I it's people silent. People are doing weird things. Because mom caught me in the um, the Santa Claus with the hiding of the Easter baskets. What? Gotcha. Just that you guys are an absolute mess today. Yeah. Well, we're a little discombobulated. 28 days in quarantine. Uh, we're all definitely going through our crabby days. I had mine yesterday when uh, I really had a hard time at the grocery store. Wearing a mask. She was I so just wealthy. went into shutdown, and I, it was so panicky for me. I hated every second of it. It's weird. Like I said, that is the last time I can go out. I cannot wear that mask. <laughs> I love wearing mine because it fits perfectly, my rookie rag, and I think I'm a bank robber. <laughs> I oh love wearing mine because I don't have to wear makeup or anything, and it's just, like, so nice. I like that, too, Sophia. I have not put mine on. I... You know what I don't get? So I'll be walking down the street. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just be like out for a walk, uh, get some air, and there will be people who will, as you pass them, put a mask on or <laughs> cover their mouth with a scarf. But it's only when they're passing someone, which I, I don't get. It, it just seems dumb. It's either wear the mask or don't wear the mask. Me walking past you is not going to give you parole. I feel that, though. I kind of have to do that. I can't stay no. on the mask. What do you feel? Well, don't wear it. Do you feel claustrophobic? Yes. Or do you like feel I like can't you can't breathe. Bre- you're rebreathing over air? Why? There's an abundance of air. Breathers. Oh, my hands. Yes. Well, I think that's so interesting, Mom. Anyway, so we have, you know, pretty much uh, another couple of weeks for sure. Well, inside. At least. Yeah. At least, right. Uh, what is the biggest? Well, what is the biggest thing that you have learned? from this whole coronavirus, what's the most surprising thing through all the illness, all the people, all the press conferences, what shocked you the most? That there still is no cure for coronavirus. Uh, For me, it's that it takes a relatively small thing to shut down the world and that we all think we're so far apart from each other. And yet, we're so not. True. That's a good point. How unprepared, like, everybody is. Like, they all say that they are prepared for all of this, but then it actually hits and they can't do anything. You mean private citizens or the government? No, like, everybody. Like, governments, countries, people. What do we... What would we need to do to be more prepared? Well, let, let's finish, though. Let's finish this. Sophia didn't finish yet. I was going to say, I'm shocked at how people are, like, reacting and how many complainers there are about the world. Like, people that are celebrities complaining about their quarantine when they're sitting by their pools and, like, having drinks. And I'm like, we're in Minnesota and it's snowing. <laughs> Matthew? What am I most surprised by? Yes. Um... How, I don't know. I haven't been terribly surprised, to be honest. Okay. My biggest surprise 
is that Dr. Fauci was the captain of his basketball team, seeing how small <laughs> oh he was. Oh, my God. That was the most shocking thing. <laughs> I can't believe that. That guy, though, how how awesome is he that you don't know what his political persuasion is. He respects the president, but he also will say the president can say that. That's his opinion. But here's what science says. And it's not a fight. It's not a – I think he's – a la kind of Tim Walls, who's done a great job in Minnesota of being uh, very middle of the road and not playing politics. Uh, I think that doctor is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's done a nice job. All right, Matthew, now to your point. You were going to say something. Oh, everyone's like, how unprepared we are. But I guess I don't know what I would have done to be more prepared for a global pandemic. Uh, well, I think at least we needed better communication between like all of the countries. Um, people kind of oh, yeah. just like jumped to conclusions that they made by themselves that weren't actual, like real. And I feel like our like country's responses were too delayed. Yeah, but it's like as soon as we got word that there was something that was going around that was spreading and it was super infectious, I feel like we should have shut off all of our borders. Well, if one country right away let the rest of the world know, we would not be in the situation we are in today. Well, I know, but like even. When we did find out, like, Trump didn't shut down our borders right away. He waited until it was already in our country. Where it should have been, like, only mm-hmm. Americans are allowed back in. Nobody can go out and yeah. no yeah. no other citizen can well, come in. I think he might have done, wanted to do that, but there's other people that were against that. And so is that what we're that. saying when we say, like, oh, we're, we're not prepared? Well, like, I, I don't think I could have done anything differently that would have helped. And I think partially, too, the fact that, I mean, I guess I was completely unaware that the government even stockpiled stuff for, um, you know, a potential pandemic. Um, But the fact that we were not restocked after the last time, uh, that was a huge failure. On the previous administration, right? let me say. Right, but then also, it, you, it doesn't just fall solely on them, because someone could, should have seen that, hey, we didn't restock anything. Right. We need to do that. What, what did we need to restock from? Uh, from SARS, the, uh, SARS uh, and what was the other? Ebola. Swine flu. Swine flu. During the previous... Was SARS even here? They used Mars. all of the um, mass and Why stuff. Why here? Wasn't that, SARS was in China. Well, was flu, I don't know. It was something during but, the previous administration. Was it MERS, Middle East? And it wasn't restocked. And, you know, imagine, it's not necessarily that we used it here. We would send it to other countries, too. Yeah. Which I think that's great. I'm all for it. Help out whoever. And I also think the responsibility falls on the states. The states, I think, are learning that we can't count on the government stockpile. We have to have our own stuff. Well, and I think especially when it's the entire world that's having this issue, yeah, your state needs to be set up. And the hospitals. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, think about that because on a state level, uh, things are in a warehouse that are within um, 200 miles or 300, however big your state is. And as the federal government is concerned, you're waiting for the, the warehouse, the military, to bring that out, and there's a filter-down effect. And if you have a base in every state for that, I mean, that's unfortunately what maybe we're going to learn that we have to be ready for. I yeah. do think – go. As, as I say, I think it's been incredibly interesting how 
important local government has become where it's like, it's, it's what you just said, Mom, but a lot of people think, like, take less power or, I don't know, take power from the federal government and give it more to state and local governments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is just put perfectly why that's important and how effective communication needs to happen at a, a local level. Right. Mom had a good point yesterday, too, talking about uh, once this is all over, uh, the doomsday preppers are going to be out of this world. People are going to be stockpiling everywhere. You want us to be selling bunkers right now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I think this kind of makes me want to be a little bit of a doomsday prepper. I've always wanted to be a doomsday More prepper. More than I've ever thought about it before. I'm not sure what I would have, but... Toilet paper. Right. Toilet paper, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently. I think, though, like, hand sanitizer yeah. is something that now... After this, yet you should have a li- not saying like a whole closet full of hand sanitizer, but you should always have a couple extra bottles on hand because that yeah that's ours good. is running out. I barely have any left here. Do you think people's attitudes will change as far as uh, the the big grab for uh, the lady at Aldi saying these are all mine, or do you think? It's going to oh, be, people yeah. will, yeah. No, once it, will, it levels out, people are going to go, I'll I think it already is. I see toilet paper now quite frequently. I have yet to see hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. I saw Clorox like wipes. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think stuff is slowly, not saying that it, people don't need it, but that people are like, okay, now it's norm. The kind of panic of, holy crap, we're in a pandemic, in quarantine, we got to get it all. I think it's slowly starting to calm down. I saw someone tweet. Um, they were at the grocery store, and they're like, the pasta is finally coming back. They're like, people have food. We're, we're going to be okay. Well, and that's, you know, that's the stuff you can store away, that fresh produce. That's another story. I've seen that everywhere. You know, stuff that's out. There's been no shortage of meat, no shortage of other produce. Speaking of meat. Oh, yeah. We have a fun meat story to the tell The weirdest you. story that I've ever heard in my life. I'll start. Okay. Dan and I were sitting on the patio in the backyard yesterday. And there's a van that pulls up in back behind our house. It's uh, from a butcher shop. It's got the writing on the side. And an old guy gets out and says, I don't know, what did he say? Do you want to buy some meat? You want to buy some meat? We have half price on all of this meat from retail prices. And that made me shut up. In a van? Yeah, (laughs) in a van by the river. Uh, No, it was well labeled. It was well labeled. It's a butcher shop that I have seen before. It's in Cottage Grove. So it was legit. It's just like their delivery truck. But I'm sure people aren't going out to the butcher shop. And so they had to go, you know, do something. And, um,. Like, oh, you came to the right house. Talk to the meat man. I talked him down quite a bit. Yep, talked him down quite a bit. Got one hell of a deal on some steaks, fillets, and some other stuff. So you bought meat from a van. Yep. <laughs> Our freezer you know is full of meat from a van. Even though my place is Grunhoffers, and I haven't been up there. They're a good sponsor to the podcast. I, I got our double-smoked bone-in ham uh, for Easter. Uh, I've got the... Um, Rookie Burgers, all the brats. That's my number one spot. But not venturing out as of late. It was nice when the meat came to me. <laughs> like an ice cream truck. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't buy too much. 
I didn't buy that much. It was just a couple of stakes and some. Bur- I felt like I should do it because he's out there hustling. He needs the help to, you know, where people are helping out the restaurants and the industry. But I just felt uh, give him a, just a little bit of a shot. And, and local, it's ten minutes from our house. It's you know. Right. Right. So that was the real reason. But I did have one hell of a big smile on my face, uh, loading up that uh, loading up the trailer. Yep. Literally, yeah. I said to Dad, "This is your dream come true." <laughs> it so, was insane. So the next time you come home, we're cooking some steak. <laughs> That's like at a where were we? Were we at a a softball game that one time, and we were saying, "Man, how hungry we were!" Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a Domino's delivery driver pulled up mm-hmm. and said, "I have pizzas if you want to buy them." Amazing. I always that? remember that. That was that by okay. the um, Humane Society in Como. Yeah. Oh, yeah. McMurray. No, you were playing softball. No, I was sitting there uh, starving, and I saw that man <laughs> walk up with pizza, and it was an epiphany moment. My life changed. Mm. I remember that change. Religious. <laughs> religious moment. Uh, speaking of religious, uh, did you see St. Saint, uh, Saint John got his... His uh, yeah. piece in the gospel yeah. today? Yes. Uh, the, today's gospel is about the opening of the tomb, and John in his gospel always says that he outran Peter. I did to the see. Tomb. <laughs> Somebody on my Snapchat on their story put, uh, repost this on your story because this man died for us today if you love Jesus. Fail. And it's like, you know, you must not really love him because then you, you would know that he did not die today. Days yeah. Ago, yeah, if you're following along. Um, well, on a more lighter note. Yeah, we, we, let's not get stuck by the <laughs> yeah, virus. Yeah, I'm done talking about COVID. Um, I was looking for something like fun and interesting, not COVID related. And I found this blogger, Natalia Taylor. She's a YouTuber and a blogger, Instagrammer. And she came up with a clever idea of, she went to Ikea, got all dolled up, went in one of their kitchens, and had her photographer go with her, and they took photos of her in an Ikea kitchen and then an Ikea bathroom. And she captioned her post as, Bali, the queen has arrived. So she had all her followers thinking that she was in Bali, and then a few days later, like, released it saying, like, you can't always take what people say for, uh, take it with the as the truth. Right. Yeah, as the truth, and, but, yeah, the photos are really funny, and it, she literally looks like she's at a super nice hotel. How did she get to Ikea right now? Was this before well, this? Yeah, this was a little bit oh, before quarantine. Okay. I was so confused. Yeah, so she is, and people were, like, then, like, on her you are on her Instagram, so she came clean. She's like, I did this as like an experiment, and people are in her Instagram like, she is in IKEA. She's lying. And it's like she literally owned up to it, saying she did an experiment, yeah. and people are like, she lies. It's like okay. See you. But yeah, I think that's super interesting, and it is funny because you believe those bloggers. Like yeah. everything they're saying is real. Oh, they're actually doing this, mm-hmm. and then all of all of my bloggers, I believe anything they post, all of them. So explain this to me. She's an Instagram person of uh, following or whatever. How many does she's she have? She's a blogger, Dad. She an has Instagram person of following. Three hundred and fifty-one thousand followers on Instagram, but I think her plat- preferred platform is um, YouTube. She's got two. 
million subscribers on YouTube. Oh, wow. And so with two million, um, uh, Clorox Wipes goes to her and say, we want you to sponsor us, and that's how she makes her money. YouTube pays people per the amount of views they get on their uh, videos. <laughs> You're getting yeah. way too out of my scope. So like every 100,000 views, they'll give you $1,000. It's different for every kind of blogger. Gotcha. So well, don't ask me about It's called a vlog. Vlogger, okay, not blogger. It doesn't matter. It has her quoted as a Blogger with a B. Well, she's not if she uses. Okay, right. please talk okay, down to that. Yeah. Uh, who's next up? Sophia. What about all this snow? It's crazy. Crazy. So, Sophia had a, a late night last night. I Describe did. what you uh, did because somebody uh, that's stuck in quarantine just might do that with some of their friends that are in high school or. Yeah, I did a Zoom happy hour with my friends and we played. They had a Cards Against Humanity on Zoom. A version of that, so that was super fun. So I played that with my friends, and we were up pretty late. Yeah, I can still hear her at what? One thirty? Yeah. <laughs> I o'clock. We were up really. Late. I texted her at one, and I'm like, "Can you please just stop yelling?" Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she had her iPad or her AirPods in, so she can't hear how loud she is, and she's like, "Ha ha ha ha!" I know. I was being loud. It's fine. You but did calm down right after I sent I that, I did. Though. Yeah, yeah, we kind of shut it down after that. Um, but I did want to talk about dry brushing. Mm, this no. is just for our podcast viewers. And it's super good for reducing cellulite, unclogging pores, stress relief, lymphatic system stimulation, and exfoliating your dead skin cells. So I think it's a great quarantine activity to order a dry brush and you do it right before you're going to get into the shower and it makes your skin so smooth and I recommend everyone here to try it out. I have two questions. Yes. First, do you use this? Yes. With what? Um, it's like a brush that... I've never seen a brush. Okay. The um, second thing... Do you have that? Yes, I do. Okay. Is why did you Because I have one. She has one too. Yeah. But I ordered it would, one like a week ago. It would freak me out if she was exfoliating her skin no. with that as I am exfoliating mine and her dead skin is on Your mine. family, what does it matter? matter? My butt no. needs some exfoliation. No. Your family's, what does it matter? No. <laughs> oh Second right. thing is, why did you read those out of order? order? Gabe, what are Gabe. you talking about? Uh, so what are you doing to pass the time with coronavirus <laughs> with your friends? I don't think you're know. dry brushing. Your skin is very I'm not. cracky. What? Uh, what are you doing? Brandon and I have chosen to learn new skills. How's that going? Uh, great. Brandon bought a guitar uh, off Amazon for 40 bucks, and he is learning how to play the guitar, and he's doing well. Is he? Uh, Fun. Yep. And I have a Rubik's Cube, and I decided to learn how to do a Rubik's Cube. Uh, and so now I, I, I can do it. I got. I can do it. Right now, it takes me about, you know, five minutes or so, but I want to get that down to, like, a minute or less. That's weird. You're so but here's weird. my question for you. Have you picked yeah. up Grant Brannick's guitar I was just about to ask. and played it at all? Yes, I have. It's, uh, I, haven't, I haven't played the guitar in, I don't know, many years, because I just, you don't have one, so I haven't played in a while. I, I still remember some chords, uh, a few scales. 
And I don't know. I don't have any. I mean, I can still play Smoke on the Water. Or <laughs> I hope so. Man. Uh, I'm going to learn. I used to know Sweet Home Alabama. And I, I remember the chords for it. So I'm going to put that together. So then, song in my repertoire. next week, are you guys going to, like, trade? Like, Brannick does the Rubik's Cube, and you learn more I don't stuff. know. I, well, we've both been kind of doing it, but it's, uh, I don't know. I, I'll see if I can get this Rubik's Cube down to less than a minute to finish it, and then I'll probably move on to something else. This just reminded me of kind of piggybacks off of what McLaren was saying, but... Uh, we were sitting in one of my friend's basements, and they had a guitar there. So I picked up the guitar, and I was like, I've done guitar lessons. I know how to play the guitar. And I just started kind of just Drumming. like going like this and moving my fingers. And I was like, don't, like, do you guys recognize this song? And they were like, oh, my God, you know how to play the guitar? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there going like this with my hand and just like moving my fingers back and forth. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's all a matter of perspective. I have not learned any. Uh, I've been working on oh, my French. Yes, you have. I've been working on my French with uh, what is it, Duolingo, where you can learn. Oh, yeah. It's online. You can learn Spanish, French, any. But I've been brushing up, and I'm doing very well in my. Uh, Didn't you? I've heard. Oh, go ahead, man. Great, I was going to say I've heard great things about that website or app. Yeah, you can start at an intermediate level, or uh, you know, I don't know anything, up to an expert level. And I started in the middle, and they said. You're doing great. It's pretty basic, but you just learn the. It a lot of it's come back from high school, so it's pretty easy. But I have not That's learned a good skill. Not learned any instruments. I think we would drive each other nuts if we were practicing an instrument that yeah. we didn't know around that here. That is not going to be a thing. Yeah. Get out the old harmonica. I haven't learned a skill, but I have been doing research <laughs> along with one of my friends who gave me information. I'm trying to nail down a skincare routine. So I did place an order on Sephora, and um, we'll see how it goes once it gets here. Is that face vacuum along with your skin? Not a face vacuum, no. Trying to face get a vacuum? vacuum? Yeah, have you seen those? That's what Gabe wants. Mm-hmm. It pulls out your pores. Absolutely it pull not. Out your pores. It pulls out gunk and dirt that are in your pores. Uh, yeah. I want my pores. <laughs> yeah, you don't want dirt in your pores. You want to get rid of that. It junk. doesn't hurt. No, don't be vacuuming my face. <laughs> Probably too. Maybe you're afraid of vacuums anyway, in general. Oh, vacuums are terrifying. You never know if someone's going to sneak up on you. <laughs> I've never once been scared vacuuming about that. Oh, I have to do it. Only I, can I know where that. McLaren is because I know she'll sneak up on me. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So if you're vacuuming the corner of your room, your back's to the door, <laughs> you don't know if someone's coming up on you. Yep, I will smart. say, I think there is a criminal minds in which a lady is vacuuming and she unfortunately does not make it because she does oh. not hear the person coming in. Ooh. So. Yeah. So ro- <laughs> sweeping is much safer. So it's real Grooming. Grooming is much safer. <laughs> I, have, I have a couple other things if no one else has something. Yeah, go ahead. Um, first of all, Brannick and I also watched on uh, Netflix. We wa- First of all, I watched The Two Popes. Yes. Uh, highly recommend. Yes. I really enjoyed it. With, uh, it's Pope Francis and Pope Benedict uh, and sort of their relationship and that whole transition between them. Super interesting. I don't know 100% what, how, what, like what's true, what's not true. I think they did a pretty good job. It's almost documentary style, but it is actors. Mm. Uh, I would highly recommend Two Popes. Uh, we also watched 
the new Pope, or no, we watched the young Pope on HBO Go. Do not watch it. It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's just the most bizarre show. There's no plot. That is absolutely terrible. And it's called The Young Pope? Yeah. On HBO Go, they have The Young Pope and The New Pope. Hmm. The Young Pope was came out first, and then The New Pope is like the sequel to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a TV show. Don't watch it. Horrible. Hmm. Is it um, somewhat, I know it's fictional, but is it somewhat, are they, who's The Young Pope? Just a guy? Yeah, a cardinal, and he's, I don't know, he's in his, like, 30s or something. Terrible, terrible show. Okay. Uh, but the, don't watch it. Two Popes is highly recommended. Two Popes is great. The other thing, I don't know if you have seen this, a new app launched on the 6th called Quibi, Q-U-I-B-I. Yeah, I heard uh, about that, but I don't know what it is. They raised $1.75 billion, I think, uh, prior to launching. It's run by... Um, Meg Whitman, who is the HP CEO for a while, but they're doing like short form content. It's they launched with fifty different shows, and the episodes are about ten minutes apiece, so like five to ten minutes episodes, and it's made for like watching on the go. So like if you have a commute, like if you're sitting on a bus or something, it's like a ten minute episode, and episodes come out every weekday. Hmm. And so each show, they might have, it's 10 new episodes, and then there's like 12, 12 episodes. Brannick uh, and I watched one of the shows called The Most Dangerous Game. The show is awesome. Super cool, really interesting, fun to watch, entertaining. Is that? But Sorry, it's Liam Hemsworth is the actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like watching a movie over 12 days. It's like, imagine you're watching a movie. But you can only watch ten minutes of that movie every day. Oh, it's I just terrible. I don't know it's about that. Awful. Can you can you continue if there's then all of the episodes are out? Can you just watch all of them straight through? Yes, but then I mean you just have to wait like, twelve days for it all to be out. I don't think I'd like this. Matthew, it's weird. Do you have to pay to get it? Yeah. They're, they have a ninety day free trial right now. Okay. Uh, so we're just doing a free trial, but it is once the trial's done, it's either four ninety nine a month, four dollars ninety nine cents a month with ads, or seven or eight bucks without ads. Yeah, seventy nine. So it's a seven ninety nine without. Yeah, huh. uh, there might be some cool shows on it. It's all huge budget shows, uh, big actors and everything. Uh, Mark Wahlberg has a show on it. Liam Hemsworth, uh, Chance the Rapper, Chrissy Teigen. So they have big names. It's well-produced, high-production stuff, but the, the format is just extremely weird. Is Chrissy Teigen a big name? You never mention her <laughs> on this podcast. I knew I would get that response. And uh, as far as you, you don't have much of a commute, so what are you complaining about, Mom? I'm not complaining. No, I said you said 10 minutes. I don't know if I could do that. I'm thinking, well, you don't have No, I mean because it's too short. Oh, yeah, okay. I would not yeah. like that at all. But it, you know what it would be nice for is like uh, if you're running on a treadmill – and you just do, like, two episodes of something. Keeps you entertained. You don't necessarily want to watch, like, a half-hour thing. But I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, We are well into season three of Ozark, and it has not not disappointed. Don't say anything. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Any other new binge shows for listeners that might... uh, uh, We did watch The Sting the other night. 
Um, oh, Mom, McLaren, and Sophia and I, I, I really forced them, and I was very stern about, just come on, do this one thing for me. And they were not into it, not into it, and then at the end, uh, yes, they were into what the sting was, and uh, they couldn't hold back. They Let went 10 say, out of 10. No. 10 out of 10. No. no. Okay, when I added no, all the scores that. individually, it was 10 out of 10. You can't make up what our thoughts were on the movie, because you already put out on Instagram saying like how much we loved it, yep, loved it, which was not the case. We liked the last 20 minutes, and you didn't need the rest of the movie. Like, um, we tolerated the last 20 minutes. No, I actually enjoyed the last 20 minutes of the movie. Here's the thing. If they redid that and actually got actors that can act and... Um, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and... Um, yeah, he actually might be a great cast. Uh, the movie would have an awesome... It could be an awesome movie. It's got a cool plot, but the way they did it, and I mean it was made 50 years ago, awful. I will say, I you know, I love Robert Redford, and Paul Newman was a little bit too old for yeah. me, but, I mean, I liked Paul Newman, and they can actually both act. However, in this particular movie, I don't know why it's so light. The acting is awful. Awful. <laughs> it got 94 and 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and Fallen Popcorn or whatever that is. Because the plot line is good. The execution was The awful. way they talk, it's like they're reading cue cards or something. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. And Robert Redford looks like Zach Galifianakis. What? Uh, I don't know if I could see that. No. He looks like Brad. Have guys, no, have you guys seen the meme of Robert Redford? And he's like nodding, but everyone thinks it's Zach Galifianakis, but it's not. No, no, not seen that. Have not. All right, well, look it up. Well, anyway, that we did watch. Nodding. We watched that. What did we watch? Oh, last night we watched a movie. Good boys. The good boys. The good boys. Just McLaren, Matt, and I. Uh, it was all right. It's kind of a coming of age movie. Well, kind of. It is a coming of age movie. Is uh, it inappropriate? Yeah, highly inappropriate. Very. Yes. It is inappropriate. But it's funny. It's there really are funny, funny moments. Um, the boys are cute. You are acting like you didn't like it. I feel like I was not. No, I, right now I feel like oh. you're acting like you don't. You didn't really like it. I liked it. Uh-huh. I didn't love it. I liked it. It's yeah, a I great think... feel good movie for right now. I thought it, I thought it was good. They both sat there laughing at everything, so I don't know what they're trying to play right now, but it was no thing, but it was okay. You're right, it was better than yes, it was definitely better than the sting. That one's gonna hurt, that one's really gonna hurt. I do see the um, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Robert Redford, and he does he look when he looks like the mountain man. Yeah, yeah, I think that's together. I'm pretty, yeah, but Robert Redford is thin. And I was look at that photo. He's, little, he's a little chunkier. Oh, is that him? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. Robert Redford. Why is he? Yeah, there he he's was. He's for a movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know either. Don't ask because we'll probably have to watch it, and you don't live here right now, so Ooh. keep your mouth quiet. <laughs> really, might have to be Jeremiah Johnson. I don't in know. 1972 Western film. Matthew, oh, It is snowing and it's slushy and crummy weather and Gabe drove on the freeway today. Uh, we dropped off meals for Grandma and Grandpa. 
at their house, and um, Gabe drove everywhere. He did a pretty good job. How was it driving in the snow? Amazing. Amazing. It feels the exact same. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, bad. You guys, the streets are not even he bad. Right now. over the slushy thing. He's going to I mean, That's hour. different, but it's like I didn't feel uncomfortable driving. Like I felt pretty comfortable the entire time. Well, that's good to yeah. me. That is. Good. Well, you did a good job, so you're to be commended. You just take turns a little too fast, but other than that, you do. A great I'm job. literally the best. I'm better driver than McLaren is. I'm not saying I'm a great driver. Doesn't take much. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying I'm a better driver than you. That's fine. After we uh, podcast um, and get everything done, we're going to dye some eggs, and I'm really up for a Mario tournament. I have to sleep for about six hours. You guys got to quit staying up late. Mario, yeah. Tetris, Dr. Mario. I, I just want to say, Dave is going to have an interesting week of school. Uh, his school has changed their distance learning practices. So stupid. And it's pretty much going to be run like a regular school day now. <laughs> so 840 a, to 315. Yes. I love it. There is yeah. no way I am doing that. Well, yeah, I you'll have to know. know. It's not an option. The thing is, they just did it by themselves, but they said that they were going to try and take into consideration what the students thought and like what was going good and what was going bad. Every single student said that it was going good, at least in my flex class, which is kind of like like a group of students that just kind of talk and see what's going good and see what's going bad. <laughs> and nobody said they wanted to, anything to change. They just said, like, you know, there were a few hiccups that they needed to work out. But no one, absolutely nobody suggested that they should put it at an actual school day. <laughs> and the reason behind them doing that is to try and make it normal. It's yes. not normal at all. None of, none of, nothing about this is normal, and that's not going to be normal. So just let us have the not normal. No, I think as high schoolers, you need to be led. Nope. Well, we'll update you next weekend as to how the more structured form of distance learning goes. It's going to go terrible. It's going to be hard. My Easter dinner has just arrived. Your what? My Easter dinner has just arrived. Oh, what is that? Uh, we got burgers. Oh, good for you. That makes nice. me happy. All right, let's wrap yeah. up our podcast. You want to bail out then and go chow? Yep. Hey, uh, bail out. I have a, a rodeo burger waiting for me. Oh, good for you. Yummy. Happy Easter. Yeah. yippee Kaye, bro. And curly fries. Ooh. <laughs> All right. All right, good luck, Matthew. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Yes, you will. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. All right, so let's wrap it up for this version of Table Talk with Rookie's Family. We love your reviews. We've been away for about, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 days. So we're back. Uh, look for more um, quarantine podcasts coming this week. We might do one every other day, even if we're inspired every day whoa, for maybe 10 whoa, minutes whoa, or so. Whoa. Just because you're not working, I'm still working. So <laughs> I've got a hard make, week to work. Too. Let's not make any promises I I to our listeners. Just you and Sophia. Yeah, 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 working, Sophia's huh? in school. All right, well, oh, I might just ramble for about 10 minutes yeah. one day, and that'll be my, uh, you do it. my podcast. You do you. Thank you. Happy Easter to you. The Lord is risen. Hallelujah. All right, we'll see you next time yeah, on the Family Podcast. Yeah. Table Talk is with the family. We want you to make feedback, reviews, Thank you, Ever. Shut up. No. I've got one more thing to say.